start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, guys? 96? Seven. Seven. 97. What's up? It's all about Tom tonight. All about Tom. And Nick's, Nick's part of the story. I am. I would say... You're a large part of the story. I am. You were way in it. You pretty much did more than Tom. Yeah. I mean... I'd give you... Which more. It's about time Nick starts doing more for my bucks. That's because, a fact. Because you do almost everything for all of his bucks. So... Yep. It makes sense. What are you doing? You had that spun. Did I? Yeah. Hmm. Sounded nice. weird and I could tell. Because I'm... You're a professional. Yeah, something like that. Well, we're just going to blow right on by it like I didn't do anything wrong. Perfect. And, uh, yeah. So we're talking about Tom tonight. Tom, if you guys pay attention to the exchange gram, Tom shot a buck. I did. And it's, this is deer With camp a bow and arrow. So we're talking about Tom's buck. So I'm going to let Nick actually start the story. Whoa. because Nick is... Nick is... I do kind of own the front of this story. You, you absolutely, 100%. Yeah, because the story starts, what, three, four days beforehand? Yeah. yeah. The night after Nick's doe kill. Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> if you guys have been tuning in, a couple weeks ago, I was on, killed a doe. You know, nothing uh, nothing too crazy, just quick shot, quick recovery, you know, whatever. You know, if you guys listen to the podcast, you know that we do our own processing, so that also means discarding of carcasses. So I'm on my way back, discarding the carcass, you know, and this is about midday on a Saturday and I'm walking back and all of a sudden I look up and probably 80, 90 yards ahead of me, see a pretty nice buck behind the house, just munching on clover. White tail buck deer munching on clover. Yeah, that's exactly what I saw. Did you say that? No, in I did No, I said, oh shit. <laughs> uh, so I stopped. Alabama right, would not be proud. I stopped right there get the old camera out, take as good of a photo as I can from that distance with a cell phone, mm-hmm. and I just back out. So you know what? Let's not screw this up. I'm just going to back out. Tom was supposed to hunt that afternoon. I said, hey, get off the couch. Deer are already moving. <laughs> you should probably get in the woods. And he's like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And then he's like, well, what do you mean deer are moving? I was like, let me tell you. So I'm like, I saw a pretty nice buck behind the house. Tom probably in the back of his mind calling bullshit. Probably. But, Tom's like, no way, I ain't getting off this damn couch. Yeah, so pull out the old phone, show him. He's like, oh, oh, okay, all right, I see you. So <laughs> see. Tom ends up going out to the farm that night. He you know, already had plans for the evening. You know, It was all going to work out just right. But we tucked this little nugget in the back of our minds for just a few days. Mm-hmm. You know, We knew Nick sighted a buck back there. I know that there's a scrape that usually opens up back there, and we just kind of kept that information, you know, on kept warm on the back burner. Yeah, put it on simmer. Yeah, so I guess a few days go by. I'm looking at the weather. I've been 
chasing this deer out at our other property had as of tonight third slash fourth encounter tonight with him and the other day I was going out to hunt him the wind decided not to be doing what I thought it was going to do and I've, I've really started to kind of lock in on this deer where I don't the wind wasn't right and it wasn't worth going out there so Tom had already had plans to go behind the house and hunt this buck that I saw and I was like well I texted Tom I said hey I know you already got plans back there but what do you say I you know hunt somewhere else but behind the house where are you going so I don't screw you up and he tells me oh you know I'm gonna go probably by that scrape I'm like all right whatever I get home my dog Hank's on the couch and he is just so excited to see me get home and I just didn't have the heart to head to the woods I was like you know what I'm gonna grab the leash take Hank for a little walk he'd love that you know so I put Hank on the leash take him for a walk and I'm like you know what I'm not even gonna hunt tonight I'm just gonna sit with Tom that'll give me plenty of time to take Hank for a walk play with him you know once hunting season hit I've been crazy out in the woods he hasn't gotten the attention he deserves Mm -hmm. so decided to spend the next couple hours with him running around the yard went walked like two and a half miles with him anyway Tom gets home I tell him this is when I tell Tom I said hey actually I'm not gonna hunt tonight I'm just gonna grab my camera jump in the stand with you and then turn it back over to Tom from there. So that's the game plan. I'm like, all right, sweet. Me and Nick never really hunt together, especially during bow season. And I'm like, yeah, if, I mean, if someone wants to film for me, yeah, heck yeah, all mm-hmm. about it. So I get my climber on my back because I, in bow season, I prefer my hang on and sticks just because if you listen to the podcast, you heard about the experience I had last year trying to draw back on a big buck and my climber cables got in the way. But I'm not as fast setting up the sticks and hang on. And I get out of work at 5 o'clock, which you gotta get in. You quick. should be in the woods already at 5 o'clock. But when you work till 5, you can't. So I get my summit, which I can get up a tree, no problem, lickety split. And we're walking back. And mind you, the woods behind our house, we only own like 10 yards into the woods. And then it's owned by the trailer park behind our house. But we, we have permission. You're pretty much just telling them where we're at now. Sorry. I'll give lats and longs in the comments. <laughs> we have permission to hunt the, the, the big woods. But it was logged probably four or five years ago. And it's thick as a bugger. Like me, I, I tried finding a couple trees to get up. And you, you're just looking around and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to have a shit. shot. you I mean, it's it's deer heaven, just thick, nasty. You There's, just can't hunt it. Yeah, top, small to floral rose bushes, saplings growing up. It's thick. So I decide, you know what? I'm going to go check out that pin oak tree, see if that scrape's opened up, because that's right on the field edge. And it's not far from where I saw the buck. No. I mean. So me and Nick walk over there. Sure enough, scrape's opened up. So we're like, and it looks good fresh. Sign. Yeah. Good sign. We're, we're going to hunt this scrape. So we find a tree right on the edge of the woods. I climb up first with my summit. Nick comes up behind me with his sticks and hang on. And I we get situated. I'm like, still can't shoot. <laughs> so yeah, There was literally not a single shot out in any direction at this point. Really? And it's like 530 at this point. By the time so it's game I high. got home, got my camo on, we got the tree picked out, climbed up, it's like 530. I'm like... Yeah, and we're getting later in the season, so it's getting dark. Gets dark, it's like 7. Yeah. So Nick's like, oh, I, I got this hand pull saw. 
it extends out to five feet. So I'm like, we we need that. <laughs> so he pulls it <laughs> out of his packing. bag, and I cut I cut down I think two limbs out to the field. Had a beautiful shooting lane out to the field. Then I cut down one limb, which gave me a lane out in front of me to a trail where I thought maybe the deer were going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. It's like, like an old four wheeler trail that like really overgrown, and now it's just a game trail, just for enough them. for the deer to get down. Yep. So I'm like, perfect. And I, I can't shoot the scrape, but I can see through the pin oak. I can kind of see in you that area. You can hit either side of the scrape. So. No, no we can only, side, you can only hit one, side. One, side, one lane he cleared was in the timber, and the other okay, one was okay. out to the field, probably 25 yards past the scrape. So okay. like, I figured I would catch him either coming to the scrape or leaving the scrape. Yeah. So it's like... Five five forty by the time we get I'm to, set up, ready to hunt. And then Tom's like ready to go, and I ask him for a pre-hunt interview. Yeah, and actually, he's probably like, shut the hell up. We're he was like, he was. I told him no. I'm like no, and I'm doing a pre-hunt interview, <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I gotta do a pre-hunt interview. <laughs> so get on camera, which I'm I'm not camera shy. I mean, I talk on this mic once a week. There's not a camera though. It's, it's the still, same. It's the same thing. I just I wasn't feeling it. I was I was in hunt mode. Yeah. Then I'm like, you know what? Nick's filming. You gotta have gotta the, put on gotta the have the interview. So I do the whole you know you start whispering like you're you know, in the game, <laughs> and I go over the whole you know what wind direction we have, uh, temperature. You know, gave a little rundown that Nick saw this good buck. We're hunting a scrape that I think he's going to be hitting, and we get wrapped up with that. Now it's quarter to six, and I'm like, all right, now. Everyone I am hunting. In. Yeah. So I'm ready to go. Because like six o'clock, you decide you're gonna stand, and pretty much like had his bow in hand and just stood there. Yeah, because if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear another story <laughs> of a prime time, you know, first light that I should have been standing, and I was caught with sitting with my bow across my lap. So I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock came, and I was standing, bow in hand, and at like, I don't know, probably 6.30, I look, and through that pin oak tree, I can see a leg. Just That's all I could see was one deer leg was standing. in the field? The scrape's on the edge of the field? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it was the at field? the scrape. Oh, okay, okay. It was at the scrape. Uh, he didn't come down. Which, the tra- yes, is in the field. Yeah, he did not come down the trail I thought he was going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he must have came further out and worked. Yeah. And so I reach around the tree tap Nick and kind of say, hey, you know, there's a deer over here. I Got don't know if it's action. a... He didn't say anything. Tom just tapped me like three times on the shoulder, and I knew that that meant Something's there's something bit, yeah. going on over there, and I immediately hit record. Mm-hmm. And I, looking through this pin oak, and at first I just know it's a deer, and then he starts work. I, I'm assuming it's a buck because, you it's know, at it, it's at the scrape. Yeah, makes sense. And I'm looking, and through the pin oak, I can, I'm catching glimpses of rack. And I, I'm like, okay, he's cagey. You know, he's, he's definitely got, got some action. He's got beams. I can see a couple points going up. I can't. I know he's yep. a decent buck. Can't Put really points to him or anything. Yeah. Yet. Yep. And he turns his head, and I catch him in a clearing, and I can see he's got five on one side. I'm like, okay, okay, game on. It's a shooter. So I get my release. You know, how far is he at this point? 20, 20 yards. 20 yards. Okay, so the, the scrape was right the sc- on. The sc- we're right on top of the scrape, but it's so thick. There, you yeah. are not shooting that buck where the scrape's at. There's yeah. no way you could do it. 
But anyway, right. so we're 20 yards from this deer at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I release hooked on the loop, which actually was a loop that my dad just tied on for me a week before the season. My old one was starting to fray. Ready. And I'm like, you know, it would just be my luck that I go to draw back on a buck and my loop Snap. breaks. Yeah, so we actually had a heck of a time putting a new I one on. did that the first time I ever got in a tree stand with my bow. Yeah, ever you know, you like to— loop. Yeah, I, well, I was using my dad's old bow, and first time I—this quick side story, I won't make this long. Uh, first time I ever got into a tree stand and hunted with my bow, got up, decided, you know what, I want to— I've never drawn back in a tree stand, like in a hunting scenario. Like I want to see what this is like. So mm-hmm. go to draw back, bust through the D loop, send my arrow flying over the hill. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Great way to start the archery hunt. Yeah. That's a, that was my first ever experience in the deer woods with my bow by myself. And that's I was like, great. So anyway, so I know what, did you resort? Were you going to just put your release on the string or are you going to shoot fingers or oh, I was just going to go underneath. Um, I mean, we, I don't know. Some bow guy will probably crucify oh, me idiot. for this, yeah. but for years, Tom and I, with youth bows and stuff, that's all how we shot. We didn't have D-loops on anything. Yeah. We just put the release below the arrow and mm-hmm. sent it. Called it a day. Yeah. Worked, I mean, worked for us. So, yeah. I mean, if that's wrong, screw you. We I was a kid. <laughs> so, um, anyway. He's just a kid. <laughs> yeah. This guy hates kids. Anyway, I'm like, okay, I see five on one side. He's a shooter in my mind. I get my release clipped onto the brand new D loop and he's just hanging out there. And it felt like a long time. I don't know how long he was there. Felt like well, 20 minutes. Video, so. Total time from when you tapped me until Death. it was dead was under three minutes. Yeah. So he probably stood under there for like 20. <laughs> At least. Yeah. So I'm just like waiting. I'm like, what is he doing? What's taking him so long? Like, He's got to come this way. Yeah. And he starts, he stops and he's staring right towards the house. And you can actually see the house in the video. It's kind of cool. But. Yeah, you're only 200 yards. Yeah. Well, it's no, probably it's closer two, to 300. 275 to the back of the field. That's straight behind the house. So from yeah. where we're at, probably close to 300 yards. And he starts looking straight at the house. And you can you can see it in the video. And his attention turns away from the house and he starts walking right towards the shooting lane. And. I have like one big branch right at the edge of my cover mm-hmm. and he gets behind there. I draw back on him. My, I want to throw in real quick, Tom, just a little bit before this, probably a few days was considering turning his bow down. Cause he wasn't sure if he'd be able to hold back for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. I just want to throw that info out there. Cause then Tom quickly realized that in the, when you're about to shoot an animal or something, you don't even think about the weight. Yeah. Yeah. I, it felt like I was holding back nothing. Mm-hmm. It was. Well, your bow feels like nothing anyway. Yeah. Once you hit the, the drawback. Yeah. Or the rollover. Let off. Mm-hmm. That's. There's this term for it. <laughs> Something like that. Thank you. <laughs> so I draw back on him and he's just slowly moseying. I'm like, oh, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Just getting all excited. He gets to the. Middle of my shoot lane, and I actually forgot I was being filmed at this point. Like, yeah, I, he told yeah, you were so in the zone. Yeah, I was lasered in on him. He like gets tractor beam, sucked me right in. Gets to the middle of the shooting lane. I give him the old patent map, stop him dead in his tracks. Works every time. Twenty yards. He didn't even finish totally looking around. Like I slowed the video down. He didn't even like. He stopped, started turning, and Tom already sent it. Like. 
You're just following him with that pin as soon as you stopped and dead. Yep. Worked out beautifully. And I shoot, I I swear by him. I love him. (laughs) Not even sponsored. So, like, that's how you know it's good. Watched my Luminoc disappear right behind the front shoulder. And I can see it clear as day right on the edge of the field. Like, Mm -hmm. I can see my arrow from the stand. There's no having to wonder where your arrow is. So, I'm pumped. The buck takes off mule kicks, and he makes a big loop, and I actually I watched him go down. And it wasn't like he laid down. He kind of got real wobbly, started spinning in circles, and mm-hmm. tipped over. I'm like, that's the best when you see him start doing those short circles, and then he just kind of tipped yeah. over. Yeah, because, I mean, if they lay down, it's like they had control yeah. to go down, and it's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. Better give them a minute. But, yeah, when they when they lose their legs and start spinning in circles, that. That's good. You don't have to give him an hour. (laughs) Yeah. So at this point, Tom's, you know, I've got the camera on him at this point. Yeah, Nick didn't follow the. Yeah, he didn't follow the. Well, no, I went over. So I had the camera. No, you didn't. We watched it. Yeah, so I I have it on Tom. He points with the bow saying it's, you know, he's going going down. So I pan back over. But the way that the, the shooting lane was so small, you couldn't even see where Tom was. Yeah. Or like where Tom could see. So I pan over there, nothing. I go back to him, and at this point, once Tom says it's down, that's when I inform him that I got it on camera. And then it was like a whole different eruption from Tom. Yeah. Yeah. We knuckle-bumped like six times in the video. (laughs) We were pretty stoked. And this was actually a Wednesday night, which if you listen, it's podcast night. Yeah, and you friggin' bums. Yeah. Shut up. Tom was so adamant all year so far not shooting a doe not shooting a doe he's got a doe tag said he's not doing it i was like okay yeah respect it whatever that's what you want don't agree with it but i respect it yeah so he texts me just shot a doe and i was like no he didn't like i know he didn't shoot a doe so i just figured you were straight up lying didn't shoot anything and then they're like okay we're gonna have to push the podcast back i'm like oh shit you actually did shoot a doe and he's like yeah the only reason why i shot is because nick got it on camera and then i was like okay that makes perfect sense I thought it would too. Yeah, I was like, I totally believe it now. I'm way on board. I was like, you guys need help, and they're like, no, we'll we're just gonna drag it to the yeah, house. It's close to the house. We're just gonna put eyes on it, and you know, just make sure we know right where it's at, and then get over, do the podcast, and then we'll come back and take care of it. So, I tell my dad, we're sitting here. I'm waiting for you guys to show up. I tell my dad, yeah, Tommy smoked a doe tonight, you know, and he's like, oh, how big is it? I was like, I'm not really sure. I didn't get much of the story. I just know that we're pushing back the podcast. A yeah, he bit. shot a doe. They watched it go down. Yeah. They'll I, be here soon. Yeah. So you guys come in, and dad's like, let's see a picture. And he, Tom hands him the phone, and I'm sitting back here behind dad's my dad's staring mic, at it for a little while. <laughs> and he goes, you just shot this? And Tom's like, yeah. And he's like, Whitey, I thought you said he shot a doe. And I just, like, ripped my head. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, what the hell? You And then I was like, let me see the phone. And he's like, no, you don't get to see it. I was like, what the hell? So lied to me right up until my dad was like, "What the, what's going on here? He was confused because of what I was telling him. And I was like, you guys are stupid. Mind you, just a few days before that, Frank tells this, us no, that see, he shot a buck. Didn't actually do it. So this is painful. But I didn't lie for long. I just sent one message, said shot a buck. And then when you guys responded to it, I immediately was like, nah, JK. I didn't lie for long. Well, I remember Tom asked me to call you and give you the news. I'm like, Tom, I can't do it. If, if, it, if I screw it up, it'll be my fault. 
<laughs> you can do it. If you screw it up, it's your fault and it's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm like, so you handle that. I'll call dad, you know, mm-hmm. but. So um, it was a good prank. Yeah. We all, we I mean, it laugh. probably doesn't sound that funny to the listeners, but. If anybody that hunts with their buddies knows. Yeah. You mess around. When if you, you don't, don't try so, it. Yeah. If, if you're not doing that to your buddies, try it. It's a lot well, of It's time. put us into some pickles before. Like one time Nick shot a buck. He texts me, not seeing shit. Five minutes later, just shot my best buck. I'm like, you're no, full of shit. You no, you didn't. He's like, no, seriously, I did. So I called him. I'm like, did you really shoot a buck? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get out of my stand I'll then. I'll call your bluff. I'm climbing down. Yeah, I'm like, I'll come meet you. Where are you at? So he tells me. I'm like, all right, climbing down right now. He's like, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. Nick, I'm, I'm climbing down. Like, you, you can stop lying now because I'm going to end my hunt because of this. End the lie. Yeah. And he's like, no. Well, seriously, come. So I went up. Yeah. Had his best buck. Sure enough. On the other side of that, Tom has told me and Frank that he shot a buck. We get all the way to the bottom of his tree and he's like, I didn't JK. see shit tonight. Yeah. Well, see, that was a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. You didn't shoot something. <laughs> That's we, why it was so we different. We were hunting up in Climber and it, it was a miserable night it was a freaking rainstorm and there's no service up there unless you're up on top of the hill so if you can get a message out it's you're lucky yeah yeah and i was i was on the side of the hill so i had a little bit of service so nick and frank didn't have service where they were hunting Mm -hmm. so they're like all right you know they both decided they're done so they were walking out of the woods and it's like four o'clock and we still got like three hours to hunt it was pouring it was so they climb down or come walking right by me and they're like, Hey, like we're done. And I'm, you know, thinking, you know, a bunch of losers. I'm going to be a tough guy and <laughs> stick this one out. And so like, Oh no. I'm, yeah. Cause I'm, that's just going to get you all the girls. Yeah. I hunt in the rain. That's what I thought. I mean, <laughs> so they walk off and it's still raining just as hard. I'm like, yeah, this I, sucks. <laughs> I don't want to hunt in this anymore. I kind of wish I got down with them. <laughs> yeah. So I get this bright idea. I'm going to call them, tell them, because now they have service there at the road. I'm going to call them, hey, when you were walking to the road, you kicked one up, and I just smoked them. <laughs> so that's exactly what I do. They fell forward, hook, line, and sinker. They're like, oh, we'll meet you at the bottom of your stand. I'm like, all right. So I climb down, and they're like, so where was it when you shot? I was like, yeah, I didn't shoot. I just that's bullshit. I didn't want to walk back by myself. So. <laughs> you did that to us last year in rifle season, too, when you were shooting, you were sighting in your gun at camp texted me and Frank said that you shot one because it's like late morning and we hear a rifle go off and assume somebody shot and you're like, Oh, yep. That's true because oh, you, yeah, this you is were just true. checking it to make sure it was on. And we well, heard see, you... my, the thing of it is, is my grandpa gave me two different deer rifles. So I like to use one for New York, one for PA. New York opens up before PA. So I hunted all morning with, uh, my 6.5, and I brought my 3.25 so I could sight it in in the afternoon for PA, which opens the following week. Yeah. So that that's how that happened. And then I like got you guys another time. I think it was last year. It might have been With your blood? Years. Yeah. I like I was eating a candy bar, and I bit my lip hard, and it was bleeding so much. Like I couldn't believe how much blood was coming out of this just from biting my lip from eating. Well, it's and probably I'm, a frozen candy bar, so you're really yeah. – you're just – 
And I'm just committing like, with every chunk. I didn't have any snow on the ground. Or what? I don't know. There, there was snow. Was there? I think there, there was, was a little, little bit because there, there were still leaves and stuff. And because it was just, very obvious that there was blood. Yeah, and I was spitting blood just down at my feet. And after I had like a pretty good puddle going, I sent them a picture. I was like, I just freaking smoked one, and they believed it. And I was, then I was like, No, I'm just kidding. I bit my lip. And Nick's like, There is no way all that blood came from your lip. I was like, I swear to God, dude, don't come over here. I didn't shoot anything. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know that I've tricked you guys or tried to trick you too. Like every time I say, because I, when I texted Tom that I haven't seen anything and then literally mm. less than five minutes later, ah, just shot my best. Yeah, buck. That wasn't a lie. That wasn't a lie. We but, just assumed it yeah, was a lie. But then I killed a buck up at Paul's uh, camp and texted you and you didn't believe me. Yeah. And then I sent you a picture of him and he was still had his head up. Yeah. And you're like, you didn't shoot that deer. It's just bedded like, there. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it, I think I had to send you a picture of my hand with a blood and the tag for yeah. you to believe it. Like I've never actually tricked you guys. Yeah. We like just try, I've never tried to trick you. And for whatever reason, nobody wants to believe me. Me and Tom are just down. always the ones lying. <laughs> yeah. So good, maybe, clean family maybe I'm just going to have to get you guys real good. Yeah. Well, now we know it's coming. We've never ruined someone's hunt though. Like, no, I would never do that. Yeah. We're not that hardcore. No, I would never actually make someone get out of their stand. Yeah. If they were already out of their stand, I would make them come to my stand. <laughs> yeah, you've done that. <laughs> so yeah. I would never make them end their hunt early. I really hope other people do that. Like, You have to screw with your friends. If you're not doing that, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. If, you, if just, you're not having fun hunting, or, I mean, you're going to have fun hunting. But like, if the day's going slow, you got to find something else to occupy your time. And what better way than to just lie yeah, to Yeah, if I'm friends. having a shit morning, you might as well screw with somebody. <laughs> exactly. So... Yeah. So anyway, Uncle Frank eventually gives Frank the phone, sees this, mm-hmm. sees this big buck, and we give a heck of a podcast with our buddy Luke Moyer on his two bucks. Yeah, that was. Good. It was tough not talking that I just smoked one. Yeah, we an had hour to before. Keep it a little secret. Had to keep it on the DL. Especially we got to really drinking that night, so like it. Yeah, Tom was pretty rip snorting. Yeah, I wasn't driving though. So. <laughs> we drank till it was like one in the morning that night. Back at the house after the yeah. podcast, it was you came with we us. We didn't even get to your house until like ten o'clock after ten o'clock. Yeah, but I mean, me and Tom literally just sat we, in the barn. Yeah, Dad and Ben. Yeah. The only reason we stopped is we ran out of beer. That was literally the only reason. <laughs> like, I remember the next day, I was like, "It is a good thing we ran out of beer because that it was the only stop. We weren't slowing down. You know, it was like, ah, we're out of beer. I guess we better go inside. Yeah. Yeah, I actually it got to the I drank one of I'm I'm not a big IPA guy. Drank one of Nick's IPAs and I'm like, you know what? Time this, to this, tap out. This, yeah, we're out of the bush lights and the Jenny beer. I it's can't. Over. We ripped through that twelve pack of Jenny like that night. Yeah. Now you gotta celebrate a big buck. Heck yeah, you do. Anyway, it doesn't so, matter what day of the week. No. Yeah. This was a Wednesday night. You could just have a headache the next day for a big buck. Yeah. It's totally worth it. But I'm sure like the high of shooting the buck just carries you right through, I'm sure. Oh, I yeah. mean, I've been there. Oh, I, yeah. I, I did for a doe. <laughs> <laughs> Tom was up with me till after midnight when I shot my doe. Same scenario. Yeah. That's fun of deer hunting. It's not just the, the hunt and the kill. It's, there's a lot going on afterwards. It's yeah. that's time. It's almost... I tell you, after filming that hunt with Tom, it's got to be, it's so close to the same feeling as actually shooting it. When you oh, like, when I it bet. all came down to get like being in the stand with him, getting it like perfect and everything, like it felt 
it was almost as good, if not the same, as if I would have killed it. Well, that's kind of like how it is with like guiding when you're out there with people. Mm-hmm. You could have easily shot that deer had you not had the camera and had the bow in your hand. It's like when you take somebody out hunting, it's the same thing. You could get that animal if you were in the other yeah. situation. So one, you get all of that hype without being the one pulling yeah. the trigger. One thing I have noticed, um, like Tom said, we don't really hunt together much. Um, it just we, let, we meet together before and after, but, you know, typically on the hunts. And even we've talked about this on the podcast. Typically, Tom and I hunt a little different. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, not one way is more right or wrong yeah, or whatever. We had a whole podcast about how the three of us hunt Yeah, each of us is a little different. But for whatever reason, Tom and I this year have hunted together more than we ever have. And shit dies way more often. <laughs> um, Tom and I tagged out in New York together, turkey mm-hmm. hunting. Tom's got his buck together. So I don't know. Maybe we're just good luck charms for each other. Yeah. And maybe we're just going to have to do more hunting. I uh, I think I think a, a double buck is going to be in the future. Not this year. That'd be but I think Tom and I are going to be able to double down on bucks before White Cat has its last day. It's going to be a... I think that's going to have to be like a rifle season accomplishment. And then oh. after that, we can shoot for a archery one. But Yeah. Baby steps. That'd be tough. That'd I be mean, real tough. I've... Yeah, that would be very... I see two bucks at a time rifle hunting all the time. Yeah. Um, two legal bucks, though? Two shooter Everything bucks? in New York is legal. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a New York task. No. Uh, actually, the day I shot We doubled my, down on does. We weren't... We were hunting the same We were hunting field. the same food plot. Mm-hmm. I mean... And we were only about three seconds apart. It was like, I was in the scope. I hear Tom's gun go off. Or no, I oh, shot first. Shot I shot first. first. But I could see, because Tom and I can see each other. We can yeah. see that there's deer out in front of each of us. Um, obviously, no communication between the two of us. Mm-hmm. But then I squeeze the trigger, and within two, three seconds, Tom squeezed the trigger. And That's So awesome. Tom and I just have a thing for doubling down. Yeah. There's just an aura that follows us when we hunt together. So, Heck yeah. That's awesome. You got a uh, business card there, Tommy. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we get the buck back to the house. And I I was proud of this buck, my best one to date. And, you know, I decided, you know what, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to give. He's going to make me cape it out. No, he, Frank did help me cape it out, but I I did want to get my first. Talk about Tom doing none of the work. I scout the buck, (laughs) figure out where we need to be, you know. My dad actually did gut it. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to. No, he, he was not supposed to, but he's a great guy, wanted to help us out, knew we had a podcast to do and didn't want to be. He said, I don't want to be out in the barn until midnight, but there we were out in the barn until. Well, he wasn't out till midnight. He was out till one. <laughs> yeah. So we caped it out, and I gave my friend Emily Bredlinger at Bredlinger Taxidermy and Wildlife Artistry a call. Uh, if you haven't heard of her, check her out on Facebook. It's uh, Bredlinger Taxidermy. Does great work. Mm-hmm. Super excited about bringing my buck. She's got to quite her. the little portfolio she's working on, you know, of bucks she's done, and she mm-hmm. does great work. She has one of mine. Yeah, it so. should be getting close. Yeah, to Yeah, it's about it. Yeah, about done. So I'll be getting that back soon. So I'm sure you'll see some pictures on the Instagram of that one. We got that. She does a great job with fish. Mm-hmm. Um, her birds are remarkable. Yeah, she, she did a full gobbler, um, some pheasants, ducks. I mean, they're phenomenal. Yeah, she does um, good work. And then she even one thing that she does that I don't really see much of is if you get like a doe or something or any, any bone really like a jaw bone, she does bone carving. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the, probably the wildlife artistry part. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> not something you see too often, mm-hmm. and she's very talented. So if you've got, you know, a dough or something and you want to spice it up a little bit more than just a euro, she can put, you know, cool designs on it or maybe a little landscape. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool stuff. So, Yeah, check her out. Good stuff. Yeah. Tom, I mean, any final thoughts moving forward? I mean, your hunting season is not over. No, I mean, where, where do we, where do not. we, before we close this out, where do we go from here? So as you guys know, if you listen to the podcast, I work a Monday through Friday office job. You know, job. we say if you listen to the podcast an awful lot, but like if they're hearing <laughs> that, they they're definitely listening listen to the podcast. If you've listened to the previous episodes, maybe they're a new <laughs> listener. Yeah. I work uh, Monday through Friday, eight to five White office job. White collar job. job. white collar okay so (laughs) desk job it's tough for me like i said to hunt after work so my hunting is limited to you know the first couple weeks of archery season before the time change i can get out for an hour after work and then i have weekends that's about it so i decided you know what i'm going to take the whole first week of november off try and try and hit the rut hard hunt do a lot of all day sits so I'm going to spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday hunting at the White Cat Outdoors headquarters. Me and Nick just did a card poll, what, two weeks ago? Yep. Got some new bucks on camera, some definite shooters. Uh, so I'm going to hunt those for a while. A couple daylighting. Yeah. If, if I don't have success there uh, Saturday to Wednesday, then I'm going to head up to our big farm for... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That'll be wild. So I got um, today's Wednesday. You'll be here in this Sunday. I'll be one day into my nine-day hunt. So I've got big plans. Got some big shooters on camera that I'd like to. We're definitely going to be talking to you in a couple weeks about whatever you're about to kill. Yeah, because we already got one lined up next week. And another one. Big shout-out to our cousin Corey. Yeah. Bagged his first buck. It's his first time hunting. It's not his first buck. I didn't say his first. I said it's his first time hunting. You said first buck right before you said that. You did. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. 100%. Well, definitely not his cousin Corey. No, it's not his first buck. Nice buck. His first time actually. Look at me, hear nothing. Being (laughs) able to spend some time in the woods over the past three or four years because he was, you know, in school, working, had a job out of town tore his ACL, kept him out of the woods for a while. So this was the first year he's really been able to get back after it. And he tagged a nice buck the other day. So we're going to get him on for another deer camp series. Heck yeah. So so big stuff coming down the pipe. We appreciate you guys all going and getting outside and shooting some deer. That's not me signing off. I would never, yeah. never dream of taking that from you, Nick. I just wanted to say we're really happy with you guys for keeping the deer camp series going. Maybe Frank could contribute soon you know i'm gonna try uh i was very close tonight. I'm, a... I'm actually pretty bummed i don't get to hunt this weekend because i'm going to florida uh, oh, yeah. on the gator hunt i can't deer hunt i got a gator hunt this weekend yeah, whoa woe is it, me it's yeah. a rough life i know so yeah. i'll definitely talk about that on the podcast coming up soon so if you can get you guys me the gator camp series the gator camp series um but yeah, you guys just keep on getting out there and shooting them bucks because you're, you're doing a great job so far. You're making me proud. I don't know about these guys, but very, I'm proud. I am very proud. It, a lot of deer are dying. Um, I, it's that time of year. Make sure you guys are 
you know, especially right now, get on scrapes. They're hitting them hard. I, you know, a little heartbroken tonight, had a close encounter, but, you know, that's all going to lead into the story when I tell the full story on the deer camp series. Yeah, when this deer's we dead. can't wait a couple so, weeks. So, like I said, make sure you guys are getting on scrapes and getting outside.